Hello, welcome back to the Shaping Little Minds podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. So I'm jumping right into it, which is transitioning out of the classroom. And that is something that so many educators are considering right now. And it's something that I did to pursue my passion of mentoring and coaching early childhood educators. But I still do go back every now and again. And if you listened to last week's podcast, you know that I am covering a maternity leave at this very moment. So today's guest is a transition teacher who now works in a branding and marketing role. Jill works for a company called Clerk Chat, an innovative startup tech startup in the Bay Area. And today, Jill will be talking to you all about her transition and her role now versus her previous teaching role. She gives so many great insights to anyone who is considering the transition from the classroom, and you'll be able to connect with her directly through the links in the notes below to her LinkedIn and to her Twitter. All right. Let's dive on in. Hey there, Adva here. I am so excited to welcome you to the Shaping Little Minds podcast, where we help support and mentor early childhood teachers inside the classroom. This is a place where we dive into classroom management, growth mindset, professional learning, and so much more. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators were supported inside the classroom. I created this platform in order to help teachers feel more confident, supported, and develop a sense of trust in teaching. Let's make teaching exciting again. Okay, welcome to Shaping Little Minds podcast. I am so excited to have you here with us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So my name is Jill, and I'm currently in brand and content marketing for a startup tech company called Clerk Chat. Um, it's been a pretty wild ride. Of um, I've actually only been with the company for six months, but in a funny way, it seems so much longer. And they know this, but I kind of almost feel like their cheerleader at this point. I can see myself with them for the long run. Um, I landed myself a good spot, but um, what I get to do, you know, on a daily basis is write for them. Mm. I work on their monthly newsletter. I get to help them craft their emails. I do some blog posts for them as an example. I've worked on parts of their website depending on their needs, but my common thread for them has really been helping them build their brand and reach their audience. And I get to do that through my writing and it's such a cool experience. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I, I enjoy writing as well. So I totally, I would love that just as much. Um, so um, you're in this path now, but before you were a teacher. So I want to just ask how long you were teaching before you left to pursue something else in a different um, different sphere, a different career path. So it's actually a very, very long story. Um, and just as a heads up for you know anybody who's interested, prior to teaching, I was actually in publishing for two years. Wow. Um, my, yeah, my undergraduate degree was English. So I worked on the editorial side of um, educational textbooks. 
I decided to go back to grad school and I got my master's and then I went into teaching. So I ultimately, and I was in the same school, by the way, for my entire time, which was just under 15 years. It's a little confusing because in, I literally grew up there. I got married while I was at that school. I had three children while I was at that school. So the timing gets a little confusing because of the maternity leaves. Yeah. But I was there for a very long time. I you know, got tenured there. I got to be a team leader there. I saw siblings and siblings and siblings there. I watched kids graduate. So I was there for a very long time. For me, for me. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's it, it can, any amount of time can feel like a very long time, but when you're in a position and you're tenured in that position, you know, that's, that is a long time. It's a very long time. And what was that experience like for you? Like, um, right before we got on this, I know we talked about how you were in like a really bad place towards the end, but at the beginning or, or, you know, the first five to seven years, how was your experience? So, you know what? Um, I feel very fortunate. I loved the district I worked in. I loved my colleagues. They were my, you know, work family. A lot of people talk about their like work sisters, you know, um, we spent so much time together all day, every day. I, um, had mentors there the entire time. I became a mentor at one point. I was very well supported by my administration. I know there are multiple schools of thought on this, but I had a very much open door policy, which I actually did because early on, I got so nervous whenever I had like a supervisor come in to observe me. So I sort of adopted this open door policy, like come in whenever you want. I know a lot of people aren't crazy about that, but it helped me sort of get over the fear of mm -hmm. people coming into my classroom to see what I was doing because I was never thinking yeah. about it. Um, and it ended up being such a great thing because I always got such great construct constructive criticism or feedback. Um, but I, I had a really great ride. I, I did see a change in education at one point. I wish I could tell you at what point, and I'm sure many other educators would agree but so much of what I was doing became very paperwork based. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think, you know, was this turning point for me. You know, I also was in the thick of it with like three young children and trying to figure things out toward the end. Um, but I would say for the majority of my time, I was at the same school, almost in the same grade. And I feel very lucky. It was a great ride for me. I that's, loved it. That's incredible. <laughs> you don't hear that a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I can say the same about the school that I was in. I was also in it for all the years, um, except for one. Um, and um, I still go back. So it's, I, I get it. It's still like a, a family. So what made you decide to transition out? Obviously, if it's all paperwork. It probably wasn't as enjoyable. Um, but what made you really start thinking about that transition? So I ended up just for a frame of reference, I ended up resigning at the very end of the 2019 school year. Um, about a year prior, I was very stressed out. You know, I was juggling work-life balance and 
I had a really rough go for a while there. Just I couldn't figure I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't get all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And I sat and I had this, you know, conversation with my husband. And he said, I think that you should try to stick this out. You know, you love what you do. Um, and I decided to stick it out for another for another year. And I'm really glad that I did because I didn't want to quit when I was feeling down. I didn't want to walk away and kind of feel like I was giving up when life got tough, when maybe things at school were getting a little difficult and tough. For me, that wasn't the right time to walk away. I wanted to walk away knowing I had a solid reason to. So I ended up giving it that other year. And I still felt the same at the end of the year, but differently. I wasn't feeling stressed anymore. I just kind of felt like I had this other calling and that there were other things that I could do in the world with my skills. You know, I was recommended to go toward administration, but that wasn't my interest. I Mm. thought about maybe going to a different grade level, but I wasn't in a place to make that decision. And so for me, the decision was let's resign, let's reevaluate, let's reassess everything, kind of go back to the drawing board, And that's when I handed in my uh, letter of resignation. But I did have tears streaming down my cheeks, you know, because it was a really hard choice for me. So, yeah, I feel like it's it's a hard choice in general. Um, It's never easy, especially if you love what you do and you're passionate about the career that you're in. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about your transition from the teaching into your branding and marketing role. Um, How did that go for you? Pretty cool, actually. So I sort of describe it to a lot of people that I found my spark again. Mm. I've been asked the question by a lot of people, like, how did you go from that to brand and marketing? Like, very, very different. Yeah. So I actually ended up looking on Upwork. I don't know how familiar you are with it. I recommend this to any teacher actually that's considering making a transition. A lot of freelancers check out Upwork to look for something in say graphic design as an example or a writing based job. Um, I went on just to investigate, to be honest. I wasn't necessarily looking for anything at the time. And I looked for things related to writing. Mm. And so I stumbled upon a post. And by the way, I got a lot of no's before I got my first yes. Mm-hmm. So that's important to remember too. But I stumbled upon this great opportunity and I had to do a writing sample for them. And after I did the writing sample, I said, I don't know, I kind of feel like I could do this all the time. Once I ended up starting with Clerk Chat, the people that I work with there have been guiding me the whole way. You know, when I have questions, as an example, I don't know if you're familiar with Loom videos or Descript. Um, Mm -hmm. I know when I was teaching, I actually used Screencastify, which I guess is a similar. It's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So sometimes we're a totally remote team. We're never really in the office together. We have a lot of Google Meets, but when I have a question and it's maybe not so easy to answer, um, someone um, will often, Igor is his name, he usually makes me a video that 
explains to me whatever it is that I'm trying to do that maybe I don't know how to do as an example. And they sort of embrace all my questions. I'm constantly asking them questions and I've just felt very supported by them. And I think that that makes a big difference, you know, you know, at the same time, I, you know, I do a lot of Googling and YouTubing, you know, but I'm not familiar with it. I Google it. There are other ways to learn. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think the the biggest point that I want to just kind of emphasize that you said was you got a lot of no's before you got the yes. And it's important because a lot of times, and I know this just from my own um, trying to get jobs, um, it's really hard. It feels like it's a black hole. Either you don't get a response, you get a lot of, we're going in a different direction, but it's, it's really, really important to keep going because at the end of it, it can be the best transition you've, you've done for yourself. Um, so the way we connected was on LinkedIn and I know you use LinkedIn on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. so do you find that it's helpful to be active and on LinkedIn um, while you're looking for um, a role outside of teaching? I think it's such an interesting question because uh, it might be surprising to know, but I actually really wasn't on LinkedIn until maybe November, December, because I had no idea what LinkedIn was. Wow. I, I really thought it was just a way for people to find a job and network, which it is great for those purposes, yeah. but it's so much more. Yeah. Um, in a matter of two months, I feel like I've built a whole community from all sorts of different walks of life and experiences and places across the globe. Yeah. Um, however, although I maybe didn't use it at the time to find my brand and you know content marketing role, I see so many people who are transitioning from teaching who are on LinkedIn and asking the questions and seeking mentors and seeking support and really putting themselves out there and bravo to them because I think they're all doing the right thing. Yeah, it's an amazing, it's an amazing platform that if you know how to use it and you learn how to use it, you can really go very far with it. Um, I know I love it. I just, I also just started using LinkedIn. Like it wasn't a platform that I was active on until like four months ago. Um, it used to just be like, I had a, I had a profile. It was there. I didn't really do much with it. Yeah. Um, but now I use it on a consistent basis and it's been amazing to like, that's how we got connected. It's, it's an amazing platform to really connect with other people. And as a transitioning teacher, it can be also really useful because there are a lot of people who post about how to get yourself transitioned out of teaching, if that's what you want. Um, so teachers who are listening, who are thinking about transitioning out, what is one tip you would give them to make it a bit of a smoother transition? So the one piece of advice I've actually been giving a lot of the transitioning teachers that, I, that have reached out to me, you know, either through um, a comment or a direct message on LinkedIn, I have suggested that they find their common thread, that they look for a pattern in all mm -hmm. things that they've done 
in all things that they've experienced in a variety of different jobs, you know, what has been consistent? What has been a, a skill or a passion that's always been there? Maybe not one that you've been consistently using, but hasn't gone away. So in my case, that was writing. You know, I was using it in the classroom with my kids, but I wasn't necessarily using it professionally in other ways. And now I am. Right. And so, you know, I, I and, and also part of that, you know, in, in finding their pattern, you also have to ask yourself the really hard questions. Like, where do I thrive? Where do I excel? What skills are coming naturally? What skills do I want to maybe still learn and know that I can learn? Um, you know, how can I get advice from another industry expert? Mm -hmm. So I think that those two pieces kind of fit together a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So um, going along with that, do you have any resources that teachers who are considering that transition um, can kind of go to, um, whether it's, I don't know, connecting with certain people on LinkedIn or it's um, some professional resource that people can go to and find out more um, kind of to help them with that transition? So it's an interesting question. Um, I think it really depends upon the industry, you know, that you're going into. Um, in my case, you know, because I was trying to learn a lot about marketing as an example, if anyone's familiar with HubSpot, they have this thing called HubSpot Academy, where you could take little mini free courses. And occasionally I do that. But the reality is, um, I think that going on something like Upwork and just trying to find what jobs are out there, even if you're not applying for them, mm -hmm. and then maybe taking yourself from there and doing like a very simple Google search or ah. taking that to Indeed as an example and running a job search, um, and even LinkedIn and you know doing random hashtag searches on LinkedIn to mm -hmm. find people from different communities and try to figure out who you can connect with. And also not to be afraid to connect with people on LinkedIn. You know, yeah. I know sometimes people are afraid to hit that follow or connect button, but I do it, you know, I do often write a little personalized note and send it, you know, worst cases, someone's going to say, no, I don't want to connect. And that's okay, I guess, you know, but I, I think that people shouldn't be afraid to put themselves out there and to ask people questions and to connect. I think that that's sort of how you learn what opportunities might be out there for you that you didn't know about before. For sure, for sure. Connection is everything. Um, and you learn that, I mean, honestly, you learn that in teaching, but when you come out of it trying to find another job, it can be like overwhelming to think about the fact that you need to actually connect with people to get yourself in the industry that you want to get to, or even figure out what industry you want to go into after teaching. So my last question is, where can teachers find you to learn more about your role and honestly, your transition out of teaching? So there are a few different ways, actually. You can just search my name, Jill Berkowitz, on uh, LinkedIn. and just like my classroom door was always open, my messages are always open. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to talk to any transitioning teacher who maybe just wants someone to talk to or has some questions. I'm also on Twitter, 
It's just at J L Burko. Okay. And a little fun one, which is very much out of my comfort zone. I recently put myself on TikTok and I'm using my teaching skills. I've been sharing out very short, um, like writing tips to oh, anybody cool. out there who wants them. I don't really know how my videos are doing, but it's kind of been a little fun hobby to try. So you're always welcome to look me up there. <laughs> Amazing. Um, no Instagram? Not yet, no. Not yet. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the opposite. I have an Instagram and no TikTok, so. <laughs> I only just went on TikTok. That was a really big leap for me, so. <laughs> Okay, and I will I will um, link that all into the show notes so everybody can um, find you easily. Just click on a link. Um, and I think that's it. Thank you so much. Anytime. This has been such a wonderful chat. I'm so glad that we got to catch up and I got to hear your perspective on things too. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> that was so fun. And this is your reminder. Don't be afraid to reach out for help if you're thinking of transitioning out of the classroom. Just know you're not alone. And Jill is a wonderful resource for you. So all links to her social media platforms will be posted in the notes below. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Shaping Little Minds Podcast to continue learning more and getting more support. As always, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you could share this episode with your teacher friends, leave a review or just share the episode on Instagram and tag me. I always love to connect with you. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.